Hello and welcome to the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series. I'm Angel Quintana, the CEO and founder of HolisticFashionista.com, and I will be your host. What you're about to experience is a powerful interview series presented by some of my most prized and honorable Signature System clients. Over the past several years, I have been coaching holistic leaders in brand development, internet marketing, and kismet clientele attraction, so they may go on to help others heal, find their purpose, and thrive in business. My clients come to me with remarkable talent and determination to serve those whom desire a more purposeful existence on this planet. However, the magnitude of their gifts left them struggling to organize their genius into a brand that would capture the hearts of their audience. In a few short months, they developed their one-of-a-kind signature system, a step-by-step solution-based roadmap that represents their greatest strengths and solves an urgent problem in society. Today, I have the proud pleasure of introducing to you some of these extraordinary entrepreneurs and top-tier professionals who have been brought here to show you what is possible in your life and how to make your true purpose shine through. They will share with you their personal voyage to success and what they learned along the way. So grab a notepad and get ready to be inspired. To learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, please visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash speaker dash series. It is my great honor to introduce to you Heather Jadis to the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series. Today, Heather will be sharing with us how she had to think outside the box to get her ideal clients. But before we begin discussing this awesome topic, I'd like to take a moment to introduce to you my fabulous client, friend, and special guest, Heather Jadis. Who knew that what you put on your skin would be harming you and your family's health? When Heather discovered this information, she took a vow to shout it out from the rooftops and tell everyone who would listen. She knew this mission was important as she is a mom of two toddlers. Heather's signature program, Project Rekindle, is all about mothers and daughters during their tough tween and teen ages to step back and take a look at the big picture while learning and bonding together on how personal products can be affecting their health. Heather is determined to be seen and heard on these issues, so watch out for her. She's about to educate you. Thank you so much, Heather Jadis, for being a special guest here at the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, and welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's great. So excited. Well, first of all, you know I love your topic. I mean, I've already bought your skincare. I mean, I everything that you're up to is just juicy, juicy, juicy. So before <laughs> we get uh, started on this awesome topic about how to think outside the, your, the box, get your ideal clients, because that was one of the most fascinating things about your signature program that was so fascinating. I can't wait to dive into that. But I have to just ask you to remind me, how did we first connect? Well, I believe I found the Holistic Fashionista Facebook page and joined that. And, of course, you were the queen of that. So, And then we kind of friended and chatted, and you helped me out on a lot of things before I actually decided to do the signature system. So that's pretty much how, how it all got started. Good old Facebook, right. Yes. Okay, Awesome. Well, one of the things I really took away from our time together when we were working on your signature system is really this unique way of blending 
you know, a, a network marketing company that does all these holistic products and how to really integrate that into a bigger overall mission, which I know that your brand, Beauty on a Mission, really is just that. So I want to kind of just pick your brain a little bit today about, you know, the key components that every entrepreneur, whether they're selling skincare or coaching or a network marketing product or service, what, you know, what they really need in order to survive. Okay, well, I have actually five musts that I think every entrepreneur must have, and these aren't like tangible things. These are like mindsets, if you will. The first and very, very important one is passion. Every entrepreneur must have passion about the product or service or, you know, what they're doing. If they don't have that passion, they will not survive. I know that in your business you have ups and downs daily if not hourly sometimes and if you're truly not in love with what you're doing or what you're selling or what you're trying to promote what mission you're trying to get through it's going to make it that much harder for you so take a good look at what you're doing make sure it is in line with your beliefs and your life and that way that's the way it's going to catapult your business way out there the second of the five musts is persistence. Persistence is something that every entrepreneur must have because if if you stop and you just stop when everyone says no, you, you're you're going to stop your whole business quickly. You have to realize that when a person says no, it doesn't mean no forever. It means no, not right now, or no, I don't have enough information. And I'm not saying that you have to like push and bug people but just always keep in the back of mind the people that you first approach and be persistent, maybe in a nonchalant way or kind of just over time because I've had a lot of clients that were no's. Oh, they were no, no, I can't do that. I can't afford that. You know, I can't. This is not for me. And now they've used the products that I sell and they love them and they, they can't believe that they said no to begin with. So persistence is definitely a key that all entrepreneurs must have. The third of the five is patience. Patience times a thousand, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I am, as entrepreneurs and as Angel likes to call us, overachievers, we are constantly in business mode. We are constantly thinking of the next step. And it's almost to the point where we it's a detriment to us you know we have to stop and slow down and let the process work because we want everything done yesterday and that's not going to happen we have to realize you kind of have to live in the moment and do things step by step and you're going to stumble and kind of go back and forth on some things but you have to have that patience in in knowing that the process is going to work out you know, to get you where you need to be. Where, and it might not even be the same place that you start or the same place that you think you're going. Things are going to change. Things are going to change, and you have to have that patience to kind of sit back and live in the moment. I know that I, I'm kind of a list person, although my list gets so outrageous that I get overwhelmed. So I kind of have to, instead of saying, oh, my gosh, look at all the stuff I have to do, I got you know, so much to do and not enough time. Someone once said to me, why don't you turn it around and look at it as look what I get to do. You know, you're not sitting in a nine-to-five job desk 
desk job and have a boss that's telling you you need to do this and you do that. You're creating what you need to do, and you're able to do it. You know, you're able to make those choices and decide what you want to do when and what's important. And I think that that's just like a a better way to look at it. Absolutely. So let's see. Number four of the five musts for every entrepreneur is a positive outlook. Negativity will get you nowhere. Negativity will bring you down. And it's very important to always kind of keep up with in with yourself, your self-care, take care of yourself, make sure you're exercising and eating right. But your toxic thoughts can be just as bad as some of those toxic foods and other things that you're you're giving to yourself. So always kind of take some time to meditate or just think about all the things that you're saying to yourself, like that self-talk that that kind of drags you down and try to turn it around into positive, a positive outlook. Okay, so the fifth thing that every entrepreneur must have is people, and that's a group of supportive people around you. Now, that group doesn't have to be your family, doesn't have to be your friends. You know, they're there to support you in other things, and they might not support your business. Sometimes they actually are unsupportive. So what I'm talking about are people that are like-minded, that have the entrepreneurial spirit like you do. And I have found a great group online, and a few great groups actually, and a few great people like Angel herself. And just creating or joining some kind of mastermind or people that that are trying to do the same thing and not necessarily selling the same products because that's probably not a good idea to get together with that, but people who are selling different things but are kind of going through the process with you because they can help you. They can help you and you can help them. And when you help them, it it just brings positive energy to you so you can help each other and support each other. And when you're having a bad day, it's really, really important to have people out there like that, who you can just pick up the phone or have a chat or whatever. So number five, people, very, very, very important. All right, so recap. Number one was passion, which is really that thing that's going to get the entrepreneur up every morning, excited to work on their business. Number two I have is persistence. So that really drew my attention because really it is in that follow-up. I mean, just because somebody doesn't buy right away, doesn't mean they won't be a client in the future. So really persistence and follow-up, obviously without being annoying and also obviously being authentic. Number three, I have as patience, which is, you know, really about not getting caught up in the next bright, shiny object, which I know as overachievers, we're very impatient people. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, growing a business takes time. It takes time to, do the, to grow the tribe to get people to know about your business. So patience, obviously, I need to take that one to heart. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> number four is a positive outlook. So we, you and I both know that negative self-talk is just the kiss of death as being an entrepreneur. So we've got to have that positive outlook, which really, I mean, goes to number five, is making sure that you have the right people around you, a supportive group of people that have a similar goal uh, perhaps they sell something different, but just people that get you, whether that's a mastermind or a private Facebook community. Uh, this is one of the things I really wanted to, to give a shout-out to you, Heather, because your group, Mothers with Daughters, I mean, could you share a little bit about your group? Because it just seems that that group has really taken off. There's such a powerful message behind it. 
and it's also a part of your project rekindle. So maybe we can just start with giving us a little background about Mothers with Daughters, uh, the group, and your project rekindle. Sure. So I created the group Mothers with Daughters. It actually came out of the signature system, and and in about three months, it's been open now. I've got uh, almost 500 members, and I've actually done like no paid advertising. It's been just posting it on sites or friends and then friends of friends. And basically what it is, it's a group for mothers who have daughters. Or There's a lot of things in there just for people, mothers who have kids, but we're kind of focused on the daughter part of it. And it's about just raising strong and independent and smart thinking daughters because a lot of us had, a lot of us in the group we've talked about, have had kind of not so great teenage lives, not that they were horrible, but, you know, we we know that we could have made decisions a little better, maybe if we had some more information. So we're trying to help each other. And and my daughter's only four. And a lot of the people in the group, their kids are young. So it and it doesn't matter how young your daughters are, you are constantly thinking about those teenage years and how bringing bringing them up as as early as possible to be a smart thinker, a critical thinker, and, you know, make the, the right decisions from the get-go. So it's been really good. And then my signature program, which is called Project Rekindle, is actually for a mother-daughter bond. So if a mother's maybe having trouble talking to her tween or teen daughter in the ages when she's starting to wear skin care and makeup and she wants to, you know, kind of get into those things, we have a four-week session and it's four two- to three-hour sessions, and we do a lot of talk about makeup. We do a lot of talk about skin care. We do a lot of talk about bonding, and it's kind of take, taking the focus off of mother against daughter and turning it to be let's look out for each other. Look at, you know, look at all these companies that are putting toxic things into our products and how can we stop it and how do we read labels and you know, what's good for us and what's not good for us. So they're kind of working together in that. So I love Project Rekindle. Obviously, I was once a daughter. <laughs> I am still a daughter of my mother, and I do remember those teenage years. And you know what, even preteen, the tweens that you're talking about, I mean, and not having the, the healthiest relationship with my mother. And here, and it's so funny, it takes me back to when, I was growing up, and my mom was selling, she had, like, nail polish that she was, you know, she would have little house parties with her friends, and I would, every Friday, I'd invite my girlfriend over, and we would do our nails with the with the line of nail polish that she was selling at the time, but she and I never, she never brought me into that process where I could be experienced, perhaps even rekindling our relationship through beauty, even though I was using the products, I wasn't involved with connecting with her in that way. So I just think this is such a profound thing that we really just developed with your products that you're currently selling through different vendors and really how you found your niche. So I'm so curious, really, what is your take on how to find a niche and what do you suggest for others if they're looking for theirs? Well, I think that you just have to kind of think outside the box. And this is something that I have trouble with because I'm a straight line, black or white person. <laughs> I have trouble seeing the gray. But, you know, you and like we were talking about before with the people and the relationships in your business, if you just talk to people about 
what you're trying to do and what your mission is. I mean, this mother-daughter thing basically came out of a conversation between another one of your clients and I. She was like, I can see this. I can see the mother-daughter. I mean, the daughters are the imp- – I was actually going after more of the mother person or someone who had – you know, they were health conscious and, you know, they had a little bit more money to spend on the products, but I wasn't getting, I just wasn't getting there. So when I started just kind of brainstorming with her, she's like, well, what about the daughter? You know, you got these, these teenagers, they're, you know, 10 to 12 years old, they're starting to want to put things on their skin and wear makeup and the mother might or might not know that there's safe stuff out there to be using instead of just stuff out, you know, from the drugstore. And it really kind of just put a light bulb in me, like, oh, yeah, like that is a great, that's a great niche to, to just start trying to. And when I, then I developed the group, and it, it just ballooned so quickly. I was like, wow, people are really, this is a hot topic. Teen mother-daughter relationships is a hot topic. And the fact that we can bring healthy skincare into there, it, it's just it's just huge. So I can't sit here and say that there's steps one, two, three, and four, like I'd like to, about how to find your niche, but I just encourage that you you think you think of everything. Think, if, you, if you think it's the dumbest idea in the world, just write it down and let it sit there because something may come of it. You just don't. And talk to as many people as you can. Don't be afraid. I used to be afraid to talk about what I was doing because I was thinking, ah, they don't care. Or they're not, they don't think like I do. Like, they don't know. But the more you talk about it and the more passionate you are about it, the more your creativity flows and you just need tons of ways to get to get the message out there. You know, it's sometimes just right in front of our nose, too. I mean, we as we kind of went through this process of discovering your system and all of that, at the end of the day, our niche is really – what have we been through in our lives? I mean, you and I both talked about this mother-daughter relationship that we had with our mother and how it affected us, and maybe we were unruly teenagers or whatnot, but it's like almost it's right underneath your nose, and it's really, I guess, kind of taking a chance of really putting yourself out there and letting people see perhaps what you've been through and how you've kind of come to overcome it mm-hmm. and how you integrated that into your business and look at that. You started a group, what, like two months ago, and there's 500 people in there? Yeah. And it's because there's so many people out in the world that are just like us, that are just like you, that went through that same situation with their mother, and all they really, truly wanted was to connect with her in a more intimate or personal level, you know, because we're blood. So I just think it's so profound what we were able to accomplish and just the success of your group on Facebook, Mothers with Daughters. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. It's been amazing. So let's get down to the struggles because we know that entrepreneurs that are listening to this call, they're having struggles in their business, and we, I want to know what the, what's your biggest struggle as an entrepreneur and what do you do regularly to help you overcome it? Okay, my biggest struggle by far is focus. Focus factor is <laughs> really really hard for me and again like we talked about you know being the overachievers we're constantly in go mode so it's almost like I'm, I'm thinking about so many things all the time that it's hard to focus on any one of them and get things done I mean nothing I've done 
has happened as quickly as I wanted it to. One, because we have to let things take their course, but two, because I sometimes my focus gets so off that I I don't complete the tasks that I really need to complete. And I fight with it daily, but I do have a couple things that I do to help that. One is because I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old who go to preschool three days a week, and I have to set office hours during that time. I have to make sure that I make time for my business when my kids are not in the house and take that time and make sure I use it for my business. Because if the kids go off to school and I'm sitting on the couch watching TV mm-hmm. <laughs> or if I'm on Facebook or, you know, just chatting with friends or something, you know, that it's just not a good use of my time. So I ha- I take my calendar out and I put down, you know, an hour or two or however long they're going to be gone, and that's the time that I spend on my business. So it's very important to set your hours. Another thing which I'm working on right now, and I know it's going to help me hugely, is to have your own workspace. When you work from your home and you don't have an office to go to, you know, you tend to I sit in my recliner at my computer half the time when I'm working, which, yeah, it's kind of nice to be able to kick your feet back and work from your recliner, but it's also, I think, important to kind of get into that work mode, that focus mode. You have a desk, you know, have it, have some things that are, that mean something to you at your desk. Put your goals in front of you on a, on a, uh, corkboard or whatever you have, you know, just make that space yours and make it your workspace so you know at the time you're sitting there, that's when your work will get done without distraction. Another one that I kind of make sure that I have is a schedule, and this is kind of like setting the office hours, but it's a schedule for your whole family and your business all on one schedule so that you're not constantly looking at different schedules. You know, there's evenings when I can schedule office hours also. Because my, my kids are in bed at 8.30, and some of the calls and stuff that I do are at night. And, you know, if you make that a regular thing, have one schedule for your entire family so that, you know, you don't get things messed up, I think that's, that's an important thing, too. Um, using timers has been big for me because mm. I'm the person who gets on my phone for Pinterest or I get on Facebook. <laughs> And those little red messages come up, and I can't let them sit there because I'm the person I am. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I have a little ladybug timer, and it sits next to my my spot, and I, okay, I'm going to get on Facebook, but I'm only going to get on here for 20 minutes. And And I have to shut it off. You have to, because otherwise you just, you get too scattered, and you just can't. And my last thing is, is the list. Lists really do help me. I mean, I need, I do grocery lists in order of the store. Can you see, like, some of my OCD here? <laughs> I do. I do grocery lists in order of the store. I do, you know, to-do lists for my home stuff, to-do lists for business, to-do lists for house cleaning or whatever. And I, I actually keep them in Evernote. Evernote is, like, my, my friend because I can keep everything in there, and it's just, I think it's a great way to keep keep track of all your to dos and things like that in kind of a better in a better way. But all these things together, like all these little tactics, and you may have something different that works for you. Sometimes just going out and taking a twenty minute walk is mm. you just kind of need to clear your head, clear your mind, go do something that isn't anything about your business, and then when you come back, I think you come back that much more ready to focus on. 
the task at hand. Great tip. Absolutely great tip. So I know you've got so many more tips that are outside of business, and obviously one of them is obviously the beauty stuff. So can you share your absolute number one beauty tip with us? Yes. My biggest thing is with the ingredients, right? So there's just so many ingredients out there that are not good for you. So my number one beauty tip when you're shopping for beauty products, and this is a tough one because uh, there's a lot of products that contain it, but any product that contains the word fragrance in the ingredient list should be completely avoided. It doesn't mean your products can't have scent. It just means that if it has that word fragrance or parfum, they might call it, it, need, it needs to go in the garbage. And this is why, because the, that word can encompass many things. It's considered trade secret in the cosmetics industry. So mm-hmm. that word can contain three, it can contain five, it can contain up to 300 ingredients that aren't listed, so you don't know what they are. So if a company is listing, you know, that it's chamomile or it's, you know, scented with this, this, or this, you're okay. But if you got that word, fragrance or perfume, stay away from it. It's It can be some really bad stuff. A lot of it's synthetic and has them tested for safety and not good for you. So. Wow. So we need to go through our cabinets. <laughs> we need to pull out all of our stuff. And we need to look at the ingredients, because I know this is one of the things that you really help your clients with and help them understand really all the junk that's in our cosmetics. So one of the things that I wanted to, you know, let our audience know is just that Heather is a rep for an amazing cosmetic and skincare line. Actually, she got me hooked on it. It's called Beauty Counter. So I wanted to, you know, maybe give you an open space here to kind of just share a little bit about Beauty Counter and just how awesome their products are? Sure. I mean, this whole Beauty on a Mission actually started with Beauty Counter because I didn't know anything about ingredients and products until I signed up with Beauty Counter last, it was April 2013. You know, I got a call from a friend of mine who said, look at this company. It's, it's, they've got these, a great mission and these safe products. And I, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So I went to the website and learned about all the nasty things that are in our products and how Beauty Counter is on a mission to make a change to get that change. You know, the laws are not protecting us. Cosmetics companies can put anything they want in their products, and there's nothing wrong with it. So Beauty Counter, what they've done, and their mission is simple. It's to get safe products into the hands of everyone. So their bottom line, too, is it's not that all their products are natural or organic or pure because those words have no meaning in, a, in an industry that has no regulation, but all their ingredients are safe. So the bottom line is that not all um, natural ingredients are safe and not all synthetic ingredients are unsafe. So what they've done, they've come up with this formulations of products that are effective but have ingredients that are safe and been tested for safety. And I, for one, and like you said, Angel, I mean, when I got the products and started using them, I'll be, I'll be completely honest, I didn't have problem skin or, you know, big skin issues. And I'm 42 years old, so I started, I do have a few wrinkles starting. But I started using it, and it really, it made a difference. I could feel the difference. 
in the suppleness um, and the softness of my skin. And some of the lines between my eyebrows actually went away. And it's using safe ingredients. And it's, you know, sometimes some of those chemical and toxic ingredients that you're putting on your face are causing your face issues. So if you can pull those things out of your skincare regimen and your makeup, it really makes a big difference. And speaking of makeup, Beauty Counter just literally rolled out their makeup line yesterday. Went online at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, so I'm pretty excited about that to get in, get into those new products. But you can visit me at www.heatherjaddis.com or www.heatherjaddis.beautycounter.com for my Beauty Counter site. And any questions you have or anything, just shoot me a message. I'll be glad to help you out with that. One of the other superficial reasons I like Beauty Counter is for the packaging. <laughs> oh my, it's elegant. I mean, it is, and it's I love it, and it's quality, and it is. It's meant to be that way. I mean, they're a company out of wow. LA, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I know we're just so vain over here in Los Angeles. <laughs> love it. Well, I know we're wrapping it up. Um, this has been such a wonderful interview with you, Heather. Uh, but is there anything that I didn't ask you today that, I, that you wish that I did that would be helpful for our audience to know today? Well, I told everybody where to find me, but I also have a Facebook page, Beauty on a Mission. So come on over and join that too. I put a lot of safety tips and articles and things like that on there. But I also have an offer for anybody out there listening, if they want to message me, they can give me five products, five of their favorite beauty products. Just give them to me in a list, and I will evaluate them for you and let you know if they're safe or not, and then, of course, suggest some safe options if I know of any. Oh, great. So how could they reach you to get that offer? They can go to my webpage, www.heatherjadis.com, and there will be a tab there for it. The, the tab will just say five product evaluation. Product evaluation. Perfect. Well, I bet there's probably a lot of people that are going to want to just know what what they're using. I remember when I was using um, a Lancome foundation, and I loved it, but I was getting these, like, little bumps on my skin, and mm-hmm. the second that I stopped using it, and, you know, got to a more natural skincare line uh, for foundation. It made such a huge difference. Of course, I was sad to give it up because I did like the texture of it. But it is those ingredients. And furthermore, the packet, so maybe the box had the ingredients, but the actual container didn't have it on there. It Mm -hmm. said, like, see insert or see box. So yeah. when I was learning about all of the harmful ingredients of, you know, what I'm putting on my skin, even if it's just my body, uh, I had to Google it. I had to Google what is the ingredients for my Lancome, you know, foundation, and there it was, just tons of junk. So this might be a good opportunity for those of you who are listening that are just like, yeah, okay, I am trying to do some anti-aging stuff. I get, you know, facials and peels, but have you looked at your skincare? So this is an opportunity to really get a professional on the phone who knows what to look for and share those five products with her. So what a great offer. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Awesome. Well, I'm going to let you enjoy the rest of your day and your to-do list and that 20-minute walk, which I definitely need to get on that myself. Um, But (laughs) So much for being a part of the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series. It's just a pleasure 
to work with you on your signature system and to watch you thrive in your business. I love your, the products that you sell and just looking forward to so many more opportunities for us to continue to collaborate together. Awesome. Thank you, Angel. Thanks, girl. Have a wonderful rest of the day. You too. Bye.